Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. I think you're part of the troop now. You made it 50 plus episodes with us. But you're gonna get an insight. A dark insight. A deep insight. Collins insight. To Surf Ninjas tonight. 1993, Surf Ninjas, starring Collins Mind. Um, and some people in this room. <laughs> Hi, we're Rabbit Troop Sucks. As always, I'm Paul. Next to me is, as always, Mike and Lamar. And Colin is back. And I say this because we're going to be covering Surf Ninjas. And Colin basically noted to me on the side that this is a integral part of your childhood growing up. That you saw this movie many, many, many times. Yeah, it's probably something that, you know, the whole family would sit down and watch every other week once a month headed on to vhs and probably wore that thing out that's awesome yeah how many times do you think you've seen this movie then i mean probably at least 20 times wow yeah that's astounding yeah it it definitely had there was definitely a piece of nostalgia that definitely kind of died a little oh, bit wow. inside after tonight's watching <laughs> I, like I didn't it. know that when i was sitting down with you i mean you probably could have quoted this movie like word for word huh? a handful i definitely yeah. i remembered uh, i definitely found a lot of the I'm usually a pretty easy laugh to go with, but I definitely think I was laughing more than anyone else in the room. Uh, if this was like a 20 plus viewing, do you have like another childhood movie that you're like, there might be a rival to Surf Ninjas? Gosh, probably, sadly, Three Ninjas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. We've talked about part three takes place at Elage Gardens. So, hey, Denver, Colorado, uh, <laughs> live recordings coming at, coming at you. So maybe go. We, we break in Elage Gardens late at night. We record there like a seance. I'm, I'm willing to break in and do a live recording at Elage Gardens. That just seems like lose-lose for us. Like, <laughs> no, it be... seems like us going to jail and uh, the Australian listener that we have is like, crikey, I can't help. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lose-lose now that... Now that you mentioned our plan, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll never do that. <laughs> there we go. That's more know. of a lakeside <laughs> situation. <laughs> their security is more lax. So I think we I can mean, get away with that. Their security is probably like three joints minimum. Then you get like a timer, <laughs> like in a video game. You have like five minutes to scavenger hunt that place. <laughs> do you want to really even break into Lakeside? I mean, kind of. <laughs> I would absolutely. And how hard would that be? <laughs> Mike's willing to break into anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. anywhere you want to break into. I'm your guy. All right. Let's do, let's do it right so now. So after this, we're going to head downtown. Huh? Okay. All right. Yeah, um, but before we break into a synopsis in this, I mean, I like this question. I mean, I've already noted on this podcast like 17 times. Like, I've watched Little Monsters probably like 100 plus times. It's definitely like what, like a very important childhood movie. You you guys, what, what are... I mean, like outside of like... Please don't say like... It was Star Wars, like we get it, like those movies. But like, what about like a non-mainstream film? Like, do you have like a, a childhood movie? We've talked about one that we will do. That is a nightmare scenario that Mike has seen. Um, that maybe Chris Brewer will join us for. Mike, you want to go first? I don't know what movie you're talking about. The the movie that for, I was for seen... Chris. What? The, 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 oh oh the okay yeah no okay sorry. Uh, no, the movie that I've seen probably the most is. Probably one of the Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, if, if I had to guess one, it might be two because I've seen two a fuck ton, um, even though it's not as good. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. if uh, we recorded when I was kind of poo pooing on Ghostbusters 2 a little bit, but I love Ghostbusters 2. It's there are just moments of Ghostbusters 2 that is like, come on, like everything to do with the Statue of Liberty that should have just not happened whatsoever. No, that, 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 that was stupid. But there were so many Ghostbuster 2 moments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And, and and we were talking that I look forward to this new Ghostbusters film that I guess is coming out at the end of this year, which is awesome for yeah, me. I'm in new I, Ghostbusters. How I hadn't about heard that? about that until you said that earlier tonight. Yeah. So uh, apparently they've been filming it, and the story is like it continues on uh, with uh, Egon's family, and it's headed up more with uh, Ernie Hudson as reprising Winston, and everyone else might have a cameo, but that's kind of I think all the public was told. That's kind of awesome. So it's sticky, awesome. sticky yeah. on the afterlife uh, time. Yeah, kind of, it's okay. only going to keep going. They're all in New York. Um, uh, I mean, holy God, Ernie Hudson, yes. I, uh, my wife and I just saw him with Woody Harrelson and Champions, and it was an, he was great. Uh, Ernie Hudson does not age whatsoever. <laughs> he, Ernie Hudson is like built like a rock. Yeah. Well, we, we just saw him uh, in No Escape. No, Ehud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ehud, boom. Yeah. All right. All right, What Lamar, what's yours? Yeah. What have you seen more than anything? Oh, a movie that... I'd... In the childhood, I've seen more than any other. Uh, you know what? Probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety. Okay, yeah. Um, it's not really the deep childhood. I think I was fourteen or fifteen when it came out, but just a, a big Turtles fan. It was the nineties. I was seeing a lot of movies at that time. Just going out to a lot of movies. Fourteen, getting money. Finally, I can go out on my own, and I. When my friends to the theaters at least maybe five or six times when it was in a theater and then on home movies just like you calling with this movie <laughs> we used to watch it every day for months and months on end i still do it to this day i just love that movie so much part of lamar and i's bonding friendship is when he told me that he's like i'm a big ninja turtles fan and we were both simultaneously able to quote scene for scene. <laughs> that's it was, true it's definitely a big bonding moment and we did us. have a bonding <laughs> moment over that it strengthened my bond with a lot of my friends i think all of my friends have seen that movie at least a couple times we can bond over it colin have you seen the 1990 ninja turtles film absolutely damn right <laughs> it's a classic i still argue we got to do it at some point i know i mean i know mike mike noted that like for a lot of people it's not uh, like it wouldn't be ca- counted as like obscure. Like, hey, everyone, if I didn't say like we are a podcast about obscure, overlooked, and sometimes forgotten about films, and I, I do agree that for like our generation, a lot of people are like, oh my god, Ninja Turtles. But there's been so many new iterations of Ninja Turtles. I I really feel if you're not in our like age group, people are like, what are you talking about? I just saw that like the Nickelodeon run was like 150 episodes. I was like, oh my god. That was like not even yeah. too long ago, and then there's like a new version now. I, it's crazy. Wow! Like, like, like there will be new iterations till we die. I do it. I mean, I love that movie. Yeah, that movie's awesome. I yeah. remember when we talked, kind of just off set about reviewing it, and I, I could agree with you. It's not really obscure movie. It's kind of reviewable, but um, it, it's not my absolute most favorite movie of all time. It's not the most perfect movie. It's just a core childhood memory movie. That sure. I have that every scene just registers with me. I can quote that movie line for line, and I just love it so much. I believe we have a connection with Eddie Reyes Jr. with Turtles, not with this movie, mm-hmm. but oh, no. uh, with the now other with the, one. Now with the 1990s, yeah. Turtles. <laughs> well, actually, he's in the um, 93 or it's in Turtles 2. Yes, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. <laughs> what did you learn from the Ooze? It was a secret. Secrets. Can't tell you. I can't tell you. <laughs> 
You can't tell me, or is it a secret? <laughs> <laughs> a little of both. We'll nice. go with both. Okay, well, <laughs> well, we're in it. 1993, Surf Ninjas, and I'm going to load up a little synopsis, a little quick one. Two boys learn from a mysterious warrior that they are the heirs of the throne. Uh, we'll talk about the place and the monarchy and a lot of other things. I'm actually reading other things. We'll kind of uh, lead you to it. Um, but yeah, it's basically kind of like uh, any kind of old orphan story. Like I was adopted. Uh, you later find out that your family life is totally fine, but it's upgraded because you now live in a sweet, you know, like island kingdom or so you think you're going to. But also Rob Schneider's in the film. So that's a thing that happens. I, I jokingly said Colin is not going to be the only returning guest who's like only here for Rob Schneider films. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be lunacy. He is our senior Rob Schneider correspondent. <laughs> that's that's not a place you want to be. I would totally do it, though. Yeah. Admittedly, I did not know Rob Schneider was in this movie. The Schneid? Yeah, mm -hmm. and I have not seen this movie until tonight. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, wow. What's your immediate takeaway of this film? <laughs> I wish I'd probably seen it back in the day. I, <laughs> I definitely would have appreciated it more because it just encompasses 1993 to me. It's wacky and zany. It just feels like a bunch of screenplay people went in who just threw shit at the wall. Well, so yeah. here's the crazy thing. So I saw this movie, uh, I think like roughly soon when it went to video and I did not overall like this film when I first saw it. Um, and I know it totally bombed in the box office. I think there's a lot of complaints. I think probably the biggest complaint was Rob Schneider's in it. He's not SNL funny like he is. Um, I have a very different perspective watching this since 1993. So 30 years later, um, I actually had more fun with this. And I think my big takeaway is this movie uh, had bad press and was not billed correctly. This was not a Rob Schneider film. This is not anything adjacent to SNL. This was a completely different thing. And I think they tried to spin it as something else. And so when people saw it in the theater, they're like, oh, this isn't like SNL funny. No. Also, side note, uh, the one thing I wanted to note outside of who we are and everything, uh, happy summer. It just became summer, so uh, we wanted to open with a surf-tastic kind of film. Mm -hmm. So, boom, summer in Denver and I guess the rest of the world, but Denver. <laughs> yeah, this was a good idea for an opening summer movie because it encapsulates summer. It's just yeah, surfing. surf ninjas having a lot of fun in the sun yeah. with ninjas. What's more summer than ninjas? I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is there like an ice cream flavor, like a better joke? It's like summer with the ninjas? If not, there should be immediately. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, when this movie came out, I I remember like trailers for it, and I had no interest in seeing it. I wasn't <laughs> into Rob Schneider back in the day. Um, I was into SNL back in the day, 90. 90s through like 90 through 95 was just my SNL jam. Yeah, that was the heyday. And I didn't mind Rob Schneider and SNL, nor do I mind them outside of that in movies. There's some movies that are just, I don't know, kind of questionable with his roles. But overall, as a person, I don't mind Rob Schneider at all. Yeah. I think, honestly, they should have billed this as a Tone Loke movie. Because that, yeah. that's... <laughs> 
they should have done it and given him more time. You know, so I've Wait, I've seen. This I don't movie. remember what happens to Tone Loke at the end of the film. Doesn't matter. I don't. Does he have an ending? <laughs> I think he's just does, there. Yeah. Is he there actually? Even? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm at. Does he have closure? I don't know. Holy shit! I don't oh, think God. so. I know we're working backwards. <laughs> yeah. but the last five minutes or ten minutes, I don't recall seeing well, him at all. Well, well. <laughs> so you you had mentioned that you had seen this movie 20 years ago, maybe more. I, that's I've, I think I've seen this movie maybe once or twice. I didn't remember anything about it. There was a tone loke line in the middle of the movie that kind of brought me back online with this. I was like, I remember this line. So tone loke is the center point of this movie for me. <laughs> Very but, nice. But oh my god, I don't think he has an ending. This, was, is, gonna drive, think, this is gonna drive me crazy. He, we'll talk about <laughs> it. He was probably there. I. To be fair, he really didn't have a beginning either. Yeah, I agree so. with you on that. Um, He's just kind of maybe an afterthought. Kind of, maybe they. <laughs> that filmed this movie and then brought them in afterwards and they filmed scenes later. That's kind of how it feels like. <laughs> they just like copy paste That's them in there. Funky coma, <laughs> he filmed all his parts like against a green screen by himself. <laughs> it doesn't feel like he's spliced in, but it does feel like an afterthought of him being in a movie. That's wild. He's just like mm -hmm. a, a mm -hmm. purely yeah. a plot device. Ed he needed a sled for Adam to go down the hill. If you know what, Colin, he pieced it together because I can't think of any other reason why he's in this movie at all. Okay, I think that's the most important plot point actually that yeah. he had. In my mind, you know, Tone Loke is also a detective in Ace Ventura. Damn it, so, he is. Yeah. So in my mind, I was just playing this off as it was the same character. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. It's that's the same universe. Yeah. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Around the same year, maybe. Is that I mean, right? I mean, actually, hear me out. This okay. is a missed opportunity. So we have, um, I almost said Craig Robinson. We have da we have Daniel Craig. <laughs> we have Daniel Craig as a detective in these movies, like Knives Out, like this trilogy. Mm -hmm. Tone Loke could have been in his own trilogy, working with a pet detective, oh, working yeah. with surf ninjas, working with damn Scooby Doo and the gang. It could have been <laughs> anything, man. Tone Loke, I apologize for any jokes we may make. Um, you. That would have been badass. Would that would have been, been like a like a Hanna Barbera cartoon unfolding. Tone Loke is also the best actor in this movie. I won't argue. You, you're you're gonna you. pin him against uh, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. Half this movie, I'm pretty sure Leslie Nielsen was in a room. Like there's like <laughs> like ninety percent of it is him in a room. No, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen filmed all of his scenes in forty five minutes on one day and then left. Yep. Yeah, and yes. it's kind of been like the uh, the leftover uh, scenery of the Goonies. Like what do we, what do we got left? We got a smoke machine, a little water. That's my, that's Great, my room. Yeah, Whose telephone is this? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> put, put this in here. I will go outside once in this samurai and we'll get there. Damn. So, yeah, we, we open up. Colin, I hope we're not like poo pooing on this movie. I had a lot of fun watching yeah, this. So, like, great. I am saying this in like a weird perspective. This movie is PG. So, like, I actually didn't think it was that until like a couple of days ago and I was like, Oh my God, this movie's PG. What did you think it was? I thought maybe PG 13. I okay. thought there might've been like maybe a little more adult humor or th like a couple shits thrown in there. Uh, there are, there is not, but is there it? is crazy. People die in this film. People 
totally die. <laughs> um, I, I, and I know in my heart people are murdered in yeah. this film. They just won't. They just won't gut up to it. But people are killed by other people in this film. <laughs> but there's no blood. Yeah, I guess that's, that, that's the real difference. Yeah, there's a dick grabbing scene. There is a dick grabbing scene. Yeah. <laughs> There is. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's gonna bump it up to the PG thirteen. It no, didn't. It, it's like so. You're okay with one dick grab yeah, scene? It's like the f bomb with art with PG thirteen. You can do it once. You can have one dick grab in a PG, and it wasn't the full like you don't see it. I mean, he's grabbing it through his cr- well, clothes. He's grabbing his own dick. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I mean, transition. I, yeah. I, Colin and I kind of just looked away. <laughs> I'm wondering how long the, the, the dick grabbing conversation is going to go. On. I can demonstrate if you want. Right now. I, Colin, I could I could just isolate their vocals just to like really like pump up the volume when we mix this down. You can use that for a sample so. and like a do it like a remix. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, so we could send it to the rem- remaining members of the Fat Boys. Okay. Like our our one year anniversary of their episode isn't isn't too far off. Oh, nice. What are we gonna do for that? A one year anniversary for, for of the uh, show or just the no when we disorderly. did disorderlies. <laughs> oh, I mean, we did talk about making a music video like Rabbit Troop Sucks music video. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I wrote the description, I said no. Like we talked about it, I just wrote no right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I could open it up yeah. to no question it's mark. It's been a year and. <laughs> There's a lot of whiskey. Who knows? Yeah, we could do Crush Groove. That's the only other Fat Boys movie yeah. I can think of. All right. I mean, yeah. And really... then we, I think we found another one by that director. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, I think we maybe like wound up seeing at some point in time uh, in our lives. I don't, I don't remember. Know. Yeah. But can't recall. But in Surf Ninjas, this movie opens up with surfing. Yeah. And I said, I forgot. There's a surfing <laughs> component in this movie. Um. Because there's really not a big one until much later in the film, which is integral to this film. This is the biggest qualm I have with this film. I do wish there's more surfing. I just love surf films. I have another surf movie idea that maybe we'll watch because it's a summer session. Uh, One I have not seen, but uh, I'll talk about it with all of you guys off air. But um, I just love watching surf movies. Like the original Point Break, you could just like literally mute that movie. If I'm just watching the surf scenes, it's I'm totally fine with it. Just there's something about just watching like cool surf scenes, totally fine. I yeah. wish there was more. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> why? Why? I, I, Have I not said this before? No, I know Lamar is very. No, aware I don't. Of this. I don't yeah. think I know this about you. Also, I think watching people surf is really boring. Really? Yeah. I don't mean just like. Like, I want the highlight reels. Like, let's make that abundantly clear. I don't want the, like, one hour, like, hey, this person didn't get on a wave, but they did. I know I'm being, like, really snotty about it, but, like, you show me, like, cool clips of people, like, seriously surfing waves. I could, I follow this on uh, social media, like, videos like this. Lamar knows, like, I've watched, like, Blue Crush. I will watch any movie that involves surfing at any point in time. Yeah, totally. Wow. (laughs) I'm not sure I could distinguish the difference between standing up on a surfboard in like a really difficult wave or standing up on a surfboard on like a right. medium difficulty wave or less. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know anything like that. Just I don't need the like I'm sitting around waiting for the wave videos. Like clearly the social media I follow is like the 12 second clip of like a professional surfboarder. This isn't like something I follow like yeah. some random Joe's like I took a picture. It's like mm-hmm. these are like Olympian surfboarders like doing like super cool things. Like I could watch that all day. Like, so you're, you're good so long as someone is standing up on the surfboard and riding the wave in. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? For an extended period of time, like not like a millisecond, but like someone like actually like gets in like the tunneling wave and is able to like ride that out. Like, and then you get the, like, like those like professional cameras following a minute. Like it's one is just beautiful. And I was like, Oh my God, like sure. yeah. the, the stamina it would take just to like jump up on that board, be able to do that. It's crazy. Like I just, I don't know. I just really love watching it. Yeah. That's the okay. part of the nice. surfing I could get behind. And like, I know for the most part, surfing is more of the smaller waves and, just kind of not really interesting looking, but with the big waves and the guys riding on the oh like, yeah yeah coming down, that's what I'm I, I can get behind that. Yeah, I mean, my reality in all of this is, you know, if uh, my family and I ever go to a beach, and my wife is very aware of this, I would love to take like a surf lesson or two, like over a day, two or three. Um, if I ever was successfully able to like be the person in the video I just told you I don't want to be in, like. I wrote it for a millisecond. Like that's like a realistic goal. And for the love of God, I want my surf instructor to be Paul Rudd from saving Sarah. Marshall. <laughs> that would just like, I feel that would be like the surf instructor one. I in the core of my heart wants and need like someone's like, I don't give a shit, but I'll like make sure you don't drown. I'm like, that's the guy. I need. <laughs> like he's eating a sandwich on a board and he's just making sure I don't drown. I'm cool. <laughs> that's done. done. So, yeah. That's the three ninja way. Yeah. So while we find out that uh, these boys are surfing, these two boys, Adam and Johnny, uh, there is a ninja assassin uh, or assassins tracking these boys down. And one by one, a mysterious eye-patched man is taking them out left and right. Um, that's why I said people are getting murdered in this film. I want to just mention in the beginning of this, when the ninjas are introduced, I wrote down a literal dump truck full of ninjas. Yeah. Pulls up. <laughs> That's how they get around. They're like the, the Ninja Turtles. Or the Foot Clan, rather. And Does, don't they have a dump truck? A trash truck? They have like a big van. Are they, yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Like a trash truck. Okay. Um, I, I was thinking about the uniforms of these ninjas. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're really They're really striking. I've noted this in a lot of ninja movies before. like Especially when it's like American Ninja. It's like they go out in a white suit to be like, I'm the American ninja. I'm like, dude, the purpose of this is to hide in kind of like an incognito way. So even if you're a day ninja, you try to blend in. They're coming in like zigzag, like purple and like blue. Yeah, it's like Navy camo. <laughs> it is they Navy all have camo. like David Bowie patches on their <laughs> chest. I told you I dug those patches. I want yeah. to a shirt or a bomber jacket with that on. It. Yeah. Dead. In, in defense of the ninjas, no one seems to notice them. No, no. I, that, I agree. I, I totally agree. This is a societal problem, yeah, not, not a ninja thing. So I guess touche on that because, yeah, I've always complained, like, why are you dressed in white? Oh, didn't we say that in, like, uh, uh, Miami Connection, Mike? I was like, yeah, it's yeah. like in the middle of like the night, this guy just like jumps out in a white suit and you're like, yeah, dude, like I totally see, like, don't be different, like still wear black or something wear, yeah. wear a headband differentiate differentiate yourself in different ways a calling sign cat call to your friends meowing cat they're cat calling each other like, you got nice tits hey. <laughs> they never expect it and no. in, in, a, in a miami connection it'd work it would work based yeah. on the rough and tumble biker crew we saw on that yeah but yeah yeah so with two brothers adopted yeah. they're adopted by brothers. mac yeah we meet mac in the morning um because the brothers are listening to van halen 
And Matt comes down and says, no Van Halen before I've had my coffee. Is that a rule we need at Rabbit Troop Sucks? No Van Halen before coffee. What would the equivalent be? Like, for Mike, you're drinking tequila. You guys are drinking um, bourbon. Yeah. I don't know if I want to make that a rule. You want to, you want Van Halen. Yeah, well, I want, I want what, I'm Halen. Saying, what, what I'm saying is like, what would, what would be the Van Halen equivalent to our uh, bourbon? <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. No shins before booze. <laughs> we can just work. stop it. No shins. <laughs> you don't like any of the shins? No, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so no shins for Mike. So Mike, he just hasn't had no booze yet. Yeah, probably not. Mike, what 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 about like uh no uh no no eighties hip hop? But I want eighties hip hop all before the time. Before your booze. All the time. Uh, no, that's I, I want to wake it. up to it. I want it before, during, and after the I, booze. I think the father's trying to just say, like, you're wasting it. You're not maximizing my power. Like, give me my coffee drug, and then we we're gonna rock at Van Halen. Like, okay. Don't waste it. So it's like a compliment. So what I'm saying is like you need you need a little a little nip of the nectar. <laughs> I see. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're ready for 80s hip hop. Raw bass. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. He's not internationally known. Do any of you guys know that? <laughs> but he's known to rock the microphone. <laughs> yeah. What kind of microphone he used? <laughs> There's no way of telling. <laughs> nice. One of those like Toys R Us like plugged into your like cassette recorder type microphones. Yeah. Ah, the good old days. It was a good old day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so so Mac doesn't want the Van Halen. No. Um, and he also isn't super stoked on Rob Schneider. Wearing his underwear in the kitchen, making him an omelet. How the hell old is Rob Schneider supposed to okay. be in this movie? He's Seventeen. A, yeah, they said eleventh grade. Yeah. Oh, they. But did they associate him with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he he oh, specifically God. said that he was in the eleventh grade, oh, and he must have stayed back quite a few years. Because he's Colin, no dummy. Correct me if I'm <laughs> wrong. Uh, he was thirty in this movie. Oh yes, he yeah. was thirty. I mean, well, may, maybe twenty nine, like give or take filming schedule. Sure, sure. 30-ish. Yeah. He does not look like a high school child. (laughs) He dyed his hair. He did dye (laughs) It made him look a little younger. I could see him easily passing for 17, 18. He's just... I could see him easily passing for 29. He's just just the quirky substitute teacher that walks in. (laughs) Yeah. His lack of sideburns this entire movie was kind of distracting as well. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, no. He was... Really? It's yeah, it's like his face ombre into his hair. It did look weird, but yeah. is, is there a shirt we can get that? <laughs> <laughs> is there a Photoshop setting? That is a great quote, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to hear you use the word ombre. <laughs> well, you learn you learn a little something watching a couple of reality shows and mm-hmm. sometimes you know you want to ombre your hair into your face. <laughs> yeah. It's not something I would say to someone that was touching me, but <laughs> I haven't seen Rob Schneider in a while. But when I remember seeing him, is because he around the same time ombrayed into existence. He, he did. <laughs> it was around this time, the 1990, the 1995, and all these movies like Surf Ninjas and Demolition Man and Deuce Bigelow, and he has a uh, distinct look. And then mm-hmm. this film it's really off-putting so colin brought up demolition man colin well is, uh, is, is demolition oh, yeah. yeah. that's right yeah. judge dread is judge dread 
with Stallone, a movie we should do on this podcast. Totally. Especially with the new one that came out. A lot of people shit on the Stallone Judge yeah, Dredd. But in my opinion, Stallone, his voice, the way mm-hmm. that he says certain lines is su- the superior <laughs> Dread. That movie is amazing. Yeah. 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 I'm in for that, clearly. Yeah. And I think Schneider in that couldn't really be done a different way. No. It really has more of a comic book <laughs> yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, reading any com- comic book, you know, dialogue supposed to be kind of cheesy and goofy. Yeah. It fits really well. Armani made the costumes for it. Wow. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I love fucking dope. I loved Rob Schneider in Grandma's Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rob Schneider gets so many great cameos, and I think it's really hard that like when we see like, a Rob Schneider-driven film, it's often problematic. But, I mean... Home Alone 2. Are you kidding me? Like, I take that Rob Schneider cameo every which yeah. way. Um, but yeah, he's funny all the time. I'm like, you can do it, is like so many Adam Sandler films. Yeah. He's great in small doses. Yeah. yeah. Even he, in this, he was a really quippy a lot of the time. Um, yeah. to, to introduce new scenes, he always had something silly to say. And I think really it kind of it played okay in this. Well, he was supposed to be a moron, yeah. which I think helped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he worked it well. Uh, it's just <laughs> we the, were all it came so effortlessly. Together. It's the yeah. right amount of Rob Schneider, in my opinion, for this movie. Yeah. yeah, this movie's kind of weird because I feel it's like this pan Asian film crew who's trying to put a movie together and highlight like their culture and some like fun actors who have like been established here and there. And then they kind of use, and I don't feel it's like them. I just feel it's like Hollywood's like, we like this idea, but we're going to throw Rob Schneider in this. And that's going to be his movie. And that's kind of how we're going to build it. And I feel almost if you took Rob Schneider out or tempered him a little bit and clearly advertised this movie differently, it would have been, I think, a more of a successful movie. Uh, I think people would look back on this more fondly. But there's just like some weird things that happen. Uh, but now rewatching it, like I'm totally fine with it. But re- remembering how this movie came out, it was just very weird. And then everyone I think you know of my age was like Leslie Nielsen, um, you know, uh, uh, Police Squad, and you know, <laughs> Naked Gun, and that's kind of how we're used to him. And then we're watching this, and it's just like what, like he's kind of like a forgotten thought, not as forgotten as Tone Loke, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're totally right. Like, uh, this is 100 percent a '90s comedy relief thing. Like, um, even as, uh, you know, best friend, he doesn't add anything, but also he doesn't detract anything, yeah. you know, like sometimes yeah. you have the best friend that you have to rescue for some reason. He doesn't even do that. Like you could totally erase him and he wouldn't make any impact on the plot or no, story no. at all. Yeah. No, no. He's a great fit as the comic relief too. I'm trying to picture other people trying to fill this role, like a Chris, Chris Farley, Farley. Yeah. <laughs> or like Dana Carvey or somebody, and I just can't really see what it. What if for this. this was the Beverly Hills Ninja crossover that you wanted? <laughs> it could have been Chris Farley. I was going to yeah. bring that up, because in the 90s, we really went like ninja crazy, didn't we? Yeah. I love Beverly I don't, Hills Ninja. I don't like the idea, Lamar, that you just thought we went ninja crazy. I mean, I 90s. think we became... <laughs> really? Ninja open. We became <laughs> ninja aware. Yeah, we we we. It was like a sexual awakening with ninjas <laughs> in a culture, and I appreciated it. Like, thank God, about time. Like, this crazy was... is not the t- the adjective I would be using <laughs> to describe the situation that defined my life. How about uh, ninja blossoming? I love it. All right. I'll take that. That's those. That's the title of my diary. <laughs> <laughs> I will not open that diary. So you found a perfect title for That's it. That's fine. I will send you the audiobook. It will be sectioned off. Uh, 
or I will be sending you piecemeal uh, physical mail. <laughs> Damn it. So, so take that. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully write us at Rabbit Troop yeah. Sucks uh, at any point in time uh, and let us know your ninja blossoming. Um, we've all been there. It's a, it's a different kind of blossoming. Mm-hmm. It's not like Blossom the Show. No. It could so, be. I, I don't want it to be that. <laughs> it, it, it could be that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to jump in. Shortly after uh, we, we acknowledge uh, that ninjas are tracking these boys down, we're back at uh, their uh, father's restaurant, and basically we have a ninja assault come in, and we get the eye-patched man at the door, and the father recognizes him and tells him to guard the boys and run off, and the boys are very hesitant about this. The older being Johnny and the younger being Adam. And they do go with him. And he's like, run, run, run. And the father is basically taken hostage. I mean, we later learn that to be true. But he is surrounded by many ninjas. But there are some cool uh, fight scenes before they all run off. I really do like a lot of the martial arts in this film. Um, I know, Colin, you said you liked Three Ninjas. Uh, If I were to make a comparison that these are both family films, I like the martial arts scenes much better in this film. I think they're a little more dynamic. Um, maybe just because uh, usually it happens with more adults in this. Uh, I think so person. too. I think uh, I mean in this they're super cheesy. They're always doing the. They always have some kind of haya thing going on every single time anyone makes any kind of physical movement. Yeah. But uh, the the movements themselves are actually pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's decently choreographed. And yeah, there's a lot of haya's. Also, um, eye patch guy, spatch or spitch, satch, satch, zat, whatever the fuck his name is. We, he, do we have anyone who's on Rabbit Troop Sucks? Uh, you know, we have Paladin Mike over here. Is anyone going to take over the Zatch? <laughs> I, I, I refuse. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. No. Yeah, no one in this room. He uh, he, he does the high yaws, but he also says the word of whatever he's using as a weapon at the time mixed with a high yaw. So at one point, he's hitting someone with a skateboard, and he goes, Skateboarder! So is, it, is this like the equivalent of like Kirby and Nintendo? Like it consumes its product and becomes that product in a way? Like Yes. I love it. He's Kirby. He is Kirby. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We, we did kind of jump ahead a little bit. I don't know if you want to we go missed, back and touch on we, the school Yeah, we missed scenes. like 30 minutes of the movie. But That's fine. Yeah, I, no, I don't know that we need <laughs> We, <laughs> we could go back in any well, sequence. You guys we're missing the, the Barbara Ann introduction. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, do, I just want to touch on how goofy oh, this yeah. whole scene is. Because yeah. they really established... What's the... I already forgot the oldest kid's name. Johnny. The, Johnny, yeah. So they establish he's kind of a bum. He doesn't really like care about school or anything other than maybe surfing. Bro, he just wants to surf. Uh, but somehow he established his position in school as introducing some incredibly important figure. Um, somehow he got, he tricked, you know, the, the whoever had authority to take this position. I, I, I think they, they were, because it was, it was the, the Bobberan was like the monk or whatever that they were yeah, on. And when Johnny's introduced as like, one of our Pan-Asian students yeah, think, wants to introduce him. I think he's, he's like, the only Asian kid they could find. They're like, you yeah. know what? You do this. And that's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. And that yeah. weird teacher's like, yeah, you're going to like this kid. Even though he like basically threatens him and like, oh, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think they found the one Asian kid. They're like, he promised he'd do it in the ethnic style. That was the quote that they used. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they sing Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys. And how the hell 
did Johnny get these other kids to agree to any of this? Drugs. Someone. Problem solved. Yeah. Uh, because my thought was, if someone approached me like, hey, I didn't do my homework, but do you want to sing next to me? And in front of the whole school, you're going to sing and snap along to this song. I'd be like, dude, you could go screw off. Like, I will take the detention. I will take the zero. But if you think I'm going to publicly go and sing with you on a stage, like, go to hell. That would not be for me. So a little, maybe a little underhanded. Like, you acapella dorks are never going to get your chance. I'm going to provide you a chance. Let's you do this. nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I know all your dark shit. I will blackmail the shit out of you. <laughs> Mailers are going out. You think the secretaries at the school don't work for me? I own the Xerox machine. <laughs> then, then you start snapping along and red. Well, and, and drugs, as Mike noted. Lots of drugs. Yeah. It's a darker Surf Ninjas, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Surf Ninjas this generation needs. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what any of these guys are doing now drugs so lamar i don't know if you're aware of this so the lead johnny we noted that he was also in ninja turtles too mm. he was in a full season i think like 23 to 24 episodes of the show sidekicks are you aware of this <laughs> before we went into this um you are aware of our mutual friend who loves sidekicks right yes okay <laughs> wait let's backtrack for a second there's a show of sidekicks. No, 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 no. Not the Jonathan Brandis film okay. that we should totally review mm -hmm. oh on this. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. There, there is a show from, is it like 89, 90? Like right in that area Something. called Sidekicks. Yeah. It's before this. Yeah, it's like this dude's doing martial arts and there's like a detective. Okay. <laughs> but, you know the old story. But no yeah. Jonathan Brandis. No. no. Okay. No. But we should totally do sidekicks. I do this. sidekicks. Yeah, definitely. I'm Definitely. That's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's an assembly and we make fun of this guy. Yeah, the the, the Bobberan is not pleased. Yeah, but then we go home, ninja mm -hmm. battle, and now the kids are with Zatch and yeah. where's daddy? Where's my daddy? <laughs> that's what no one said in the movie. But yeah, in no. my in my head <laughs> that's what head. everyone says. Everyone does say. It'd be alarming if my daughter said that to me. In that way. <laughs> yeah. Dear Lord. <laughs> um, but th so this is where, th is this where Zach starts kind of telling the kids what's up? Like, you're, you're princes and there's like a lot of exposition. Kind of, you know, they're like at the beach and they're talking. They're like, we need to get my dad. And he's like, nah. Yeah, no, we don't. We're good. <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah. And then he's like, you're cool. You're like the highnesses, but I'm going to take you to this dope restaurant. We're going to get some food and I'll tell you more about it. Yeah. This is also, that's how I like people breaking it down to me at restaurants. Yeah, this this is where the younger brother I think referred to the the bad ninjas as a bunch of quimbies. <laughs> I have that. Yeah, uh, is that can we say that? Is that like an insensitive thing to say? <laughs> I have no idea what that. I've is. never heard that. Yeah, I will also take the I don't know what that means. Yeah. Did you just say a racist term? I, I might have. Do we have to edit that out? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Leave it in. I'll, I'll take it. You damn quimby. I don't know quimby. what it means. <laughs> there, I'll get in on it. Yeah. <laughs> This is like when Lamar tried to play Yentl in Scrabble. <laughs> I was on his team, so I was very enthused about uh, the situation. Did you? Did I get away with that? I think we got away with yeah, it. Right. I think. I think the problem was that the dude we were playing with also started throwing in Spanish words, and then things got chaotic. Uh, we're like, "What's going night. on?" And then I don't know. <laughs> then I think people were drinking tequila, and everything was great. <laughs> 
and that was fine. And, and I think we got away with lentils. So I think we all won that yeah. day. <laughs> but yeah, so the, yeah, the, the Quimby's aside, uh, yeah, the, and we have a flashback to where Zatch is telling them about the the island where they're from, Poontang, or what is it called? Patusan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not that. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, and it was, you know, it's it's clearly just Thailand. Yeah, and um, that's why that's why but, I didn't, that's why I didn't want to say it earlier in the summary. Like the Patusani people, like this clearly fictional place. It is absolutely Thailand. Like I wanted to get more into the exposition of this. It is, uh, yes, again, very fictional. But they are the the heirs. These two brothers are the heirs to the the Patusani yeah islands of, or like the the areas whatever of yeah. massive islandy like structures. Yeah. Take that. Yeah, but yeah, they're so yeah, they go to this restaurant. Um they meet Gumby. They meet Gumby. Uh, <laughs> I love that joke. Uh this is Quam Bay. Like, oh, is he Poke's friend? <laughs> that was pretty good. Um it, is this where we meet the the girl? Is is she Gumby's yeah. daughter? I think that's a little later, maybe. Well, I don't think she's related to Gumby. But they all know each wasn't, other. Wasn't he like, no, you're, you're supposed to marry my daughter. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, she's she's Gumbay's daughter. daughter yeah. yeah. Well, you learn I, something no. new every day. You know what? So did I, Paul. Holy <laughs> shit. What we can take away from that is Gumby fucks. Because this guy is like 90 years old. And his daughter is a teenager. That's true, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Gumby likes to roll? Gumby likes yeah. to, yeah. He... Gumby is, you know, serving up in the kitchen like he's serving it up in the, the bedroom. He does, yeah. He serves up all the... <laughs> Yeah. We do we do get a tour of the kitchen as I noted as we're walking through the, and the melon table. Holy God, yeah, yeah, this whole this whole scene made me super hungry. So mm-hmm. he's like, ah, let me take you through the back of my kitchen. First and foremost, there are probably fifteen people in the back of this kitchen. I was like, oh my God, like how big is this restaurant? And one of these huge prep stations has probably fourteen watermelons amongst other fruits on it. That was great. I'd be there all day. Mm-hmm. I, they would fire me on day one. This is a really elaborate looking kitchen. Yeah, they'd be like, you walked in, you weigh like ten pounds more, and you stole from watermelons. A bit, yes. Yeah. Yes, Gumby, I did. Yeah, but uh, Gumby doesn't like that. The restaurant gets attacked by these shitty ninjas. Well, that's what ninja do. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe the cops are called, and this is where we first encounter Tone Loke, Detective Tone Loke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's kind of he's concerned about those kids. He's concerned about the boys. Uh, and he wants to take him into like protective custody or something. Yeah, but he's being a big old weirdo about, about, weirdo about the father. He's like, well, so they get to the restaurant. And he's like, well, so I see someone broke in. Maybe your father just split. Yeah. And Johnny's like, yeah, my father wouldn't run away. He loves us. Or maybe Adam says that. Yeah. And he's it, like, but he might have. Yeah, done. It, I don't yeah know. he might have. But maybe I, I believe you, kid. <laughs> like, why would you just assume that like your father ran off? Like, okay. Take ninjas out of this. We had, we had a restaurant break in and uh, we ran off and we called the police. Well, your dad's gone, kid. Yeah, no, he's never coming. <laughs> like this was his oh. chance, kid. You suck and he's out. <laughs> yeah. So it's <laughs> set up. <laughs> but instead of so he wants to kind of like take him with him, but instead he leaves him in the custody of their uncle, who does is he actually leave, Rob, does he leave him in custody. He leaves him in the custody <laughs> uh boo of his uncle who is just Rob Schneider. Dressed as a fat Scottish man with a what Hitler mustache. The shit is going on. <laughs> I don't know. So threw me off for a second. Yeah, but... he, here's the problem. 
I think this is ridiculous, and I'm super offended that this wasn't Norm McDonald. <laughs> and if it was, problem solved. And that's who it should have been. Because he stood doing it. <laughs> yeah. sure. He yeah. could have pulled it off, I I will admit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if anyone in this generation of SNL cast is going to be doing Scottish accents, it should have been Mike Myers kind of thing. That would have been nice. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I also like Tone Loke uh, sees this. And at first I thought he was like, ah, these kids like aren't fooling me. But apparently he, no, he bought was, it. And then he goes to the two cops who are, you know, uh, providing security in their cop car for the kids. He's like, hey, you know, just watch these kids all night because, you know, they're kids alone. I'm like, I, do you need to say this? <laughs> like, like, all right. Like, no, there's, I, there's I was Scottish uncles here. It's yeah, funny. well, I wasn't going to do that until you reminded me. I was just going to go. Oh, yeah, we're just we're going to leave. Like, <laughs> kids seem fine. Stay the night. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? That was like 20 more minutes and I was on the clock. <laughs> Well, Ferris wheel up the street. I'm like yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, they may have done because those cops got killed immediately. Oh yes, <laughs> by ninjas. Well, okay. Also, it, I don't even know PG. how to. PG. That's what I told you. PG. Yeah. Well, no PG. I don't even know how to bring this up. So while the kids are inside, uh, what's the little one's name? Adam. Adam pulls out a Game Gear. Yeah, Sega Game. Sega Gear. Game Gear. Uh, battery life of 18 and a half seconds. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, side note. About Colin, sorry to cut Mike off. Colin asked about the Game Gear later on. I owned a Sega Game Gear. I, as did um, I. Uh, yeah, the battery life is, it, like, honest to God, I think it took eight AA batteries, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it would probably give you two and a half to three hours maximum off that. I think that's being generous. Yeah, and so basically anyone who owned the Game Gear, you plug that right in. Like, yeah. it came with it, like a plug-in extension. The batteries were a total joke. Um, and then they even have, like, the extended, you could buy the extra, like, travel battery. Maybe no. it gave you another hour and a half for like fifty bucks. I can't even imagine, and it was already clunky to begin with. Oh yeah, it was three times the size of a the Game version, Boy. The version I bought was a Game Gear. It came with two games and that extended battery and cable. And it, honest to God, comes in like a small. And if anyone knows about this, it was like very popular. It came with it. It was like a small briefcase you would carry mm-hmm. with it. You're like, oh my god, like it was. Yeah, it was. It was a whole. It was a whole system you got to take with. It was. But so Adam's playing this thing, and the game that he's playing is just his life that's happening around him. Mm-hmm. For some reason that's never really explained. That game sucks. It does suck. So he <laughs> see, he's like, oh, I've never, I, I thought this was a different level. And he's playing a game where ninjas kill cops in a car outside of his house. He's like, this is weird. Um, the game he thought he was playing was called Shinobi. Yeah, he thought he was playing Shinobi. Uh <laughs> Even though later I know he has straight up columns in the back of the game. Columns (laughs) is the Sega version of Tetris. Uh, Straight up columns. Yeah. And then later in the movie, he talks about how he loves this level. He's like, oh, I know this level. (laughs) And then he's like, I love this level. Oh, I beat my high score. Yeah. This Basically, this kid is seeing into the future via his game gear. All as throughout you, the movie. As you, as you do. And no one no one is questioning this. Do you think he saw in the future that the Sega company collapsed and now only <laughs> makes video games? Because if you saw that, you would have saved Sega a lot of hassle. Yeah, yeah someone should have told him. Yeah. Or yeah. asked him. He should have saw those visions. Um, but, you know, so he's, he's seeing this all happen. Uh, Zatchmo, or whatever the fuck his name is, shows up. It's Zatchmo. Up. Yeah. Uh, he, he shows up. Um to save them, the kids from the ninjas once again, uh, and does briefly, and then he just blows up their house for good measure. Yeah, this <laughs> is crazy. 
So ninjas are breaking into his house, and so he he turns the gas on the stove and <laughs> lights what was it, birthday candles? It was like a cactus candle. Yeah, or something, and walks out, and he's talking to Rob Schneider and other people, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. And Rob Schneider's like, it's so weird about the gas. You could have exploded. Ba-boom, explosion of the house. And um, what was the exact quote? It was like, like I have it somewhere like, like there, like I had no other choice. That was <laughs> yeah. not just quote. Like I had no other choice. Um, there were too many ninjas in it. So, the, the the only thing you now own in life is what you are wearing. You might have a wallet on you. It's yeah. the '90s. You don't have a cell phone. If you have keys, who cares that they belong to nothing? And your little brother is in the same situation. <laughs> Dope, dude. Yeah, that's fine. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, it's also worth noting that at this point, I think they have the girl in tow oh yeah she's with him at this point yeah we're we're not really doing great here it's fine no no this yeah is, she's she's with him because she's surf ninjas is like an experience more <laughs> more than a direct narrative she, you know she's the bride to be according to gumby mm-hmm. um and so to backtrack a second when gumby wheels her out for him um they're having like this banquet dinner uh, and she comes out with like a veil over her face and there's a lot of like she's gonna be ugly right. jokes like Bro, if she's wearing a veil, you've got a bail. Um, and the other one was like, if you can't see your face, you got to pick up the pace. Pick up the pace. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then Rob Schneider, tries to, Rob Schneider tries to riff it. He's like, if she's wearing a mask. <laughs> I think he just literally said, yeah. I can't think of anything. No, yeah. well, he's, he's like, she's probably not very attractive. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Also, uh, when, when the ninjas battle in that, that weird scene, uh, Adam is using his game gear to like use items, but like it doesn't make sense. So he has he could select several items, mm-hmm. and one of them is octopus for mm. five hundred points. So he selects it in the game gear, but then in real life grabs an octopus out of a fish tank and puts it on a ninja's head. But then looks at the game gear and goes, "Cool, I got five hundred extra points." And I'm like. That shit is good. This is the worst game you've ever played in your life. It is. Like, take that. And then that's how the Wii was born. People are like, people want to get active with video games. Damn it. I think a really important part of this narrative is just really how bad uh, all the evil ninjas are. They're They're terrible. They're probably the worst worst ninjas ninjas I've ever seen. I don't know who trained these guys, but it wasn't wasn't number one man, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and Um, they do not have the Miami connection. They don't. Uh, (laughs) But so... Is this where we get on the boat to Pound Pound Town? What the fuck is this place called? <laughs> Puntang. Puntang. <laughs> Patusan. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah. Th- this is where they get on the boat to Patusan. Yeah. Yeah. They try to get on the boat. Uh, Tone Lock told them no. They beat well, him up a little bit. Yeah. Well, he just him. goes on the boat with him. Well, they kidnapped him. Did, yeah. did they get that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember they knocked him out. No, they they, they, they got Vulcan, the mind, uh, Vulcan mm-hmm. you know, that's, choked that's him right. or whatever. And... The, the handcuff joke was the line that I remembered. That's what but, it, it's so, this is a good line. It yeah, is, but, it's a great line. But also, yeah, as Calden was noting, when they when they knock him out, he has like a snappy line. He's like, oh, hey, baby. And he <laughs> yeah. says something like that. I was like, what? He seems like really into it. He's like yeah. super enthused. Yeah, but yeah, they did handcuff him. Uh, but then he was apparently asleep for the entire boat ride, which... 
went around the globe three times according to the Indiana Jones style overlay map that they yeah, used. Yeah, that was super weird. So like, yeah, if all, all of you are familiar with Indiana Jones, you see the plane go and, you know, goes from like location to location right. with this red dot mark. But instead, this version was more like, as quirky, it was like the Nickelodeon version. Like someone thought of that, but they're using their hand to move a boat. Well, yeah, it was like a hand and a piece from a battleship game. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they were pushing it from... The Atlantic Ocean somewhere through what I'm guessing was supposed to be the Panama Canal, but just basically through Mexico. It looked like at some point in time, someone just rolled a boat across right. a map. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Tone Loke wakes up and he, you know, he he's out of his handcuffs, and they say, "Well, how'd you get out of your handcuffs?" He said, "Well, I, I swallowed a key." He's like, "I have a key." I have a key. <laughs> like we took your key. We took your keys. Like and I swallowed one on Tuesday. How do you know where? You, how did you know you're going to need one? It's like I swallow one every Tuesday, <laughs> and I that is the that is the line that I remembered from the first time I saw this because that is an amazing line. It really. And is. he highlights that he's super in. They're like, are like, are we not in trouble? He's like, I'm in need of a vacation. Yeah, he's I'm, like, this is great. This is way better than my shitty job. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a boat, and there was a boat. Mm-hmm. A magical boat. <laughs> Yeah, isn't this where they're you know they're leading their way to the caves? They're they're going to a cave, a Goonies like cave, the caves of Quansu. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna get some weapons, and I'm gonna say this directly: half those weapons suck, and I would not want to carry them all throughout right. a jungle. Well, you know how they found the cave? A monkey stole the fucking game gear mm-hmm. and showed Adam mm-hmm. how to get in there. How did how did diddle a statue? How, yeah, he was like, you stick your finger right up the statue's butthole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that opens up the secret weapons cage. Okay. Yeah, that's like the secret of the hidden temple, Nickelodeon style. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you do. Buttholes and all. All this time, they were just sticking fingers up buttholes, and I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. I do want to comment real quick on the, the one thing about this movie that I remember. The only thing that I really, really, really remember is... Um, uh, Zatch going off about how important the caves of Quan Tzu are mm-hmm. and how they're going to have, um, you know, weapons that, you know, uh, are so important that money can't buy them. And Rob, Rob Schneider <laughs> just harping on the, oh, you know, we walked into a rubber tree, but we couldn't cut it down because money cannot buy knives. <laughs> and it's, it's the one thing that I remember that I absolutely loved. <laughs> And and these weapons don't really serve a huge purpose in the greater scheme of things. No, um, that's true. Yeah, and Zatch, the, the the weapons I said that kind of suck to begin with. At first, he's he has these like pole arms. He's just like holding them. He's like we're in a spar in practice, but like these weapons are years. They've got to trek through miles through a jungle. I don't I don't want like a like a four foot weapon that I need to just like carry around. That is not what they choose. But again, there are many weapons that you can choose. Right. That would not be the one I would choose. Well, and, and during all this sparring with the, the pole arms or whatever, um, this is where, what's the old kid? Johnny. Johnny. He magically becomes a martial arts master in 90 seconds. Well, he picks up a sword and all of a sudden, my friend, he's got the glow. He does like, have the glow. Like another movie we might watch. Did he get a glow up? <laughs> he did get a glow, get glow up. <laughs> You know, if they had these magical weapons like this, you know, when the island got taken over, right? You know, maybe the island exactly. Well, they shouldn't have kept them in the fucking cave. Yeah, it's not a great place to store things that you need immediately. Yeah, so so Johnny gets magical martial arts powers, and Adam gets a fucking game gear. He's already had it. That's the thing. Like, like he gets really no upgrade. Does he ever use a weapon from this cave that like really benefits him? No, no. So 
cool stop at the cave. Well, I mean, that's kind of the prophecy, though. The prophecy was that Johnny's the warrior and right. Adam's the seer or whatever. Yeah, oh, well, then I think we should just, like, like let's narrow it down Zelda style. Like, we're going to this cave to get this one sword that, that you are inevitably going to choose. Not like, we have an array of items. Come on down, <laughs> yeah. Johnny. Uh, it's just like, dude, pick out the sword and, like... Can you use it? You can't. Both. Well, those yeah. weapons are for the others that they yeah. liberated earlier. You're, you're totally right. They should, I think they should have narrowed it down because it's not like they, you know, they go and they get a get their little army together. They don't come back to the cave to gather these weapons. No. They just leave all of them there. Oh yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. You know, in Lord of the Rings, I was always bummed out when they were like giving their gifts. And then later, like Frodo and Sam are like, ah, oh, we're out of like llamas bread. I'm like, oh, yeah. you couldn't have given them like three more I things know, of llamas bread. Like, <laughs> right. like, holy crap, elves. <laughs> like, you know the importance of the mission. Like, you've foreseen it. Like, maybe tell your elven baker to be like, mm, two more llamas bread. <laughs> it's, a, it's only going to sustain them for, you know, a day of bite. So, like, maybe a couple more would be great. No. Yeah. <laughs> Elvin Bakers don't work after midnight. No. No. I, 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 I've belittled the Keebler elves once before. <laughs> Talking about tree people and living in trees. I, I, I know the caliber of elves we're working with. We'll, yeah. we'll deal with the complaints that come come after this. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. This is when I wrote down the uh, the uh, the the betrothed woman's name. It's Rome. Which I think was said oh, once. Oh yeah, okay. no one, no one gives a shit. Nah. Yeah, I thought I like look this up. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I have her written down here as girl. Yeah, yes. she's just girl oh. or bride. I mean, Johnny's really like, yes, I'm into this, but yes, there's like no connection whatsoever. It is kind of weird. Yeah, well, I mean, they're supposed to get married, and when they're walking through the jungle, she's like, hey, like I know we're supposed to get married, but like I don't even know if I want to get married. Uh, so like, let's just play it cool. And he's like, oh, but, but, but then she comes back. She's like, I JK, we're still going to bone though. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of respect this part a little bit. Cause yeah, at the no. beginning she was <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm totally yeah. going to marry you because it's her duty is, you know. Yeah. She's what, becoming her own woman right now. Yeah. And you know, I think still plays even today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then I have like a, 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 a really direct cut that another fight scene happens. Am well, I the, wrong on this? No, there's a lot that goes on here. So, um, Adam. Oh, they're going down the hill. Adam rides Tone Loke down the hill like a sled. <laughs> That's right. Um, because they fall because they're clumsy idiots and they get captured. Uh, and then everyone else falls down the hill on purpose and rescues them immediately. Uh, Sometimes you got to fall down hills. Uh, it, yeah, and they rescue other people it's like as well. Like a moral. So, this is kind of where they're getting their posse from. Because they're rescuing a bunch of guys from these ninja soldiers. These aren't ninjas. I think these are just guys with guns. At this point in time, we have to just say they're not ninjas. They are pretty much mercenaries. They're just, yeah, they're soldiers. Um, So have we talked about Leslie Nielsen or what his fucking deal is? Um, I don't think so. I think we kind of jumped over all of it. Yeah, we did. He's the Colonel. Colonel Chi. Chi, okay. Uh, And he's got like a robot hand and robot face. Because in a flashback, he gets trampled by an elephant. Mm-hmm. He um, does. He can't get water on the hand and face. Cannot. Uh, that's established. That is his weakness. Um, <laughs> and he's, for reasons that are not really explained, he has like this torture room where he just has like a bunch of people in cages. Yeah, it's like the Phantom of the Opera times five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are people in cages in bubbling water. 
They look like they're having a good time. Yeah, it's like I, a no, spa, you know. No, like, one, no one was like screaming out. It's usually no. like, like just people like literally just sitting in cages, kind of, kind of chilling. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he so. was just running a hot springs. Yeah, you can take a mud bath. Yeah, it looked really relaxed. Yeah, some of them are just hanging there. Just it's supposed to look menacing, but it's rather funny when you realize that it's Leslie Nielsen in here. Just yeah, yeah. The thing is, Leslie Nielsen in the greater scheme of things is a total afterthought. Um. This is more about like if, if if this is more about like a villainous army like coming in, it would kind of make more sense, even if it was headed by someone. But it's kind of disjointed where like Leslie Nielsen is the like I don't know the leader or commander of this army because right. he just looks like a nut job with like five weirdos in a cave. Yeah. Uh, but then later in the movie, he's like, "I'm coming, I'm coming out with my jeep or like weird car." <laughs> um, but it yeah. was a Suzuki Samurai. Yeah, it's just like, it, this seems like another weird building. Like, hey, we're making one movie, and if you want to make it, you're getting Rob Schneider and Leslie Nielsen. And I could see people being like, cool, but then the the final product is like, hmm, we probably didn't <laughs> <get> these people. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, yeah. like everyone in the movie would have been probably better off if who was thought to be the stars were then, like the biggest stars were, were actually just removed. Yeah, I agree I 100% yeah. with that. I, I really like the the Leslie Nielsen like call waiting gag. Yeah, the tel- yeah. <laughs> the, oh, with his, with his telephone, that was good. Um, I'm, you'll have to watch it to find out what I'm talking about, listeners. But it was great. That is one of the things this movie handled really well. Was they did do great callbacks and you know yeah. Yeah. repeating gags. Oh yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So back to the they you know escaping from the the soldiers. Um, they they do that. Uh, and then, you know, now, now they have this posse of people that they rescued and they're like, we got to go storm, uh, Colonel Chi. We got to storm his Island. And Johnny gets a headband upgrade. Yeah. He gets a new headband. They all get new headbands. Yeah. You, when you get a new headband, I mean, plus three to stamina, plus four yeah. to strength. Uh, your mana pool is expanded by four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As seen on the Game Gear. There's a kind of heartfelt moment where Zatch is like, you know, I think you had it in you, but now I know you have it in you, so I'm going to teach you the art of tie-dye. Yeah, <laughs> they, they tie-dye a bunch of headbands. Um, also, you never want to tell another human being that uh, you think they have it in you, and then I know you have it in you. <laughs> oh, and no, I just had a mic moment. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to write us about uh, isolated vocals on Colin oh, or, no. you know, <laughs> or anything... <laughs> You want to drop a beat and get some background samples? Uh, we will license this out and write up the contracts as long as we get some of the uh, some of the royalties. Finally, I'm not the only one. There you go. <laughs> I did it to um, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit troop sucks. Back of the shirt, quote unquote. Now I know you have it in you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get arrested uh, anywhere. <laughs> Colin's married. Colin, maybe this is the sweet nothing you whisper to your wife later tonight. Like now. It was like two in the morning after we record this, and then Colin will will send me a text, be like, "I need to stay on your couch," <laughs> and I'm not going to answer that text. Yeah. Yeah. This is how I end up on on the sidewalk outside your house. Mm-hmm. Nice. We need to get Rabbit Troop sucks blankets. Okay. <laughs> Sleeping bags. <laughs> wow. Uh, anything the the hobo on the go needs. Rabbit Troop sucks shopping carts. Nice. Um. But yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna go to the island, but uh, there's they make up some nonsense about there's like a, a reef or something, so you can't get a boat there. Um, so they have to surf, guys. Yeah, I know, yeah. bringing it back. Yeah, 
It's been a while. Finally, we're bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. Hour it in. This is the, the one growth moment that Adam has in this entire movement where he can't see what he's doing on his Sonic Game Gear. He actually has to believe the powers in him. He oh. stares at trees and yeah. he sees the vision of surfboards. He does. It is as powerful as Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade when he believes in himself <laughs> to walk across to the temple. Uh, and I say that super sarcastically. It is not on par. No, no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> no. But they do. They they fell, you know, a decent sized rainforest to make surfboards. I think this is another missed opportunity. Uh, I know I'm nitpicking this movie, mm-hmm. but as I said before, that I I wish the the biggest thing I wish there was more in this movie. No joke was surfing scenes, and I think. Johnny is clearly the main character and his brother, you know, this Oracle, they can they have to do it together, but it is very clear that Johnny is the main character. Uh, I think Johnny probably needed to overcome something with surfing here. I think, yes, now he did something to like unlock the sword and the power, but like maybe earlier we should have seen like there was some move he couldn't do on a surfboard or he couldn't get the hang of something. But like now that he believes in himself, he can unlock the island. I don't know. I'm no. going, I'm going deep. Nintendo Johnny was good at everything he set out to do immediately. <laughs> that is very correct. <laughs> he had no character flaws. He did not have to overcome anything. He didn't learn anything. My, my, um, that's not true. The only character flaw he had was he wasn't immediately badass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. He had to that's unlock true. badass. No, it took a, 18 second montage for him to be a master of martial arts. Well, when someone attacks you and then you just unlock ultimate power, um, (laughs) I don't understand the power, the problem with this. I did notice transition of power through this movie. In the beginning, he was, I don't want to say that badass, but he was taking out ninjas. Like he clearly knew some kind of martial arts. He was helping out. But now he's just complete badass. Yeah. And all it took was just maybe two or three montages. But I understand it. I mean, this is how I play video games. I was telling Colin uh, during our last recording off air that Lamar, you and I specifically like to play punishing um, platforming side scrolling games. What's wrong with this? I don't know. (laughs) But but you and I, our tactic has always been like uh, if you could power up, let's say, like, you normally have 10 hearts in a game. That's your life meter. Lamar and I are like, no, 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 no. We're going to unlock 20. And when we go yeah. into like the last boss, this isn't like, ooh, can we? It's like, <laughs> no, we've never used a power up. We are like true ultimate badasses. And I have like 17 reserve tanks if you even touch me. And then it's like, boom, boom, boom. And like, credits roll and the kingdom is saved. And we're like, damn. Yeah. Well, we, we go in overkill. And that's, that's the Johnny method. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny's been saving it all up for this surf ninja moment. That's very true. He doesn't struggle. Yeah, I mean it's pretty convenient too that every ninja or soldier he faces is willing to just stand there and let him (laughs) punch them. But yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I mean it's nice. He is royalty. You can't. Yeah, no, no, that's the the, the correct thing to do. It's the proper move. Yeah, he just hit the queen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh huh. Um. But yeah, I mean, the rest of the movie is basically a martial arts showdown. Yeah, these are really fun scenes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Leslie Nielsen is driving around, mm-hmm. doing doing banana stuff. Dre- dressed as a samurai, driving a Suzuki samurai. <laughs> I, I yes. did like that too. That was, that was a that good call. The, the yeah. plug-ins speak for themselves. I mean, I, I'm sure we could go on YouTube and find out how, how, how well that did. <laughs> yeah. Um, the The guy falling down the stairs and climbing back up gag landed really well for me yeah guy keeps getting just knocked up 
Many, many, many steps. <laughs> yeah. But he, he keeps crawling back up and getting knocked down again. Uh, three times is too many for me. Yeah. And the last time he just gives up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah, Leslie Nielsen rolls up. He, he's he got the father. This is the first time we've seen the father in a hot minute. Uh, the father escapes, I think. Yeah, he, he escapes. Yeah, father's okay. Yeah, father's fine. Uh, but Leslie Nielsen shoots Zach in the... We, we don't see where because there's no blood. But he, he shoots him somewhere. Just a backflip, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's fine. Don't worry about him. Uh, but th- now we have the, the, the real showdown, which is Johnny and Colonel She. Yeah. And basically, it happens really quickly. Um, and the, the, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there is a bit of a tussle, and Johnny starts to lose. But Adam is able to, through his game gear, control the mechanics all around things. So anything mechanical that uh, Colonel Chi has, he's able to disarm. Right. So he's fucking up his hand. Yeah, his that's, hand. and that's the big thing. And then Johnny pushes him into the water behind him. And murders him. <laughs> he murders Leslie Nielsen, and he does not come back because he is dead. He yeah. is never spoken about, and we watch a murder from <laughs> a high schooler. I want to make this abundantly clear in this definitely guidance-suggested PG film. I, I, there's no swear words or anything, but I'm just like, yeah. I do want to make clear people have died all through. There's no so. swear words, but Johnny has killed... <laughs> 40 people in this movie. <laughs> but he's the king, so it's Johnny's fine. not taking shit. No. I feel what a PG movie, if you build the evil up enough, you can get away with it. This killer. Johnny sweeping the leg nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boom. He sweep his leg right into the death. Yeah. Another kind of goofy thing about this whole um, you know, invasion of the town. They spent, you know, the last 15 minutes going to the Kwansu Caves and getting this magical sword that hot uh, onto Johnny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He just um, gives it he away. He immediately yeah. gives it to Rob Schneider, who yeah. starts chasing soldiers around. And Zatch does the same thing. He comes in with the, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's like the three sticks. It's like a nunchuck. The ex- three. extra yeah. nunchucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He beats uh, like he, three guys. He beats up two guys and then immediately it. drops it to <laughs> kick some guy in the face. Yeah. So it's like everyone who comes in with weapons immediately just drops them. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> don't oh, need it. Also, we forgot when Leslie Nielsen is being uh, manhandled through the Sega Game Gear, there is a scene, as you guys alluded oh, to, yeah. where he oh, yeah. grabs his own crotch and, you know, manhandles himself in a sexual way. So yeah. uh, things get really weird. So after he sexually handles himself, uh, that then that is when Johnny murders yeah. him. So well, quite right. That's how the court will see it. Like this, this man was doing sexual things and I murdered him. They'll be like, yes, you did, mm-hmm. son. <laughs> now, to be fair, it wasn't the murder wasn't he didn't pull out a gun and like shoot him or anything. He just kicked him in water. I yeah, mean, he, he, he didn't, didn't even kick think... him. He poked him gently on yeah. the forehead. Oh, okay, that, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And he just fell in the water. And, <laughs> and it that, was the water that and, and then immediately we get a celebration and Johnny and Adam are now the kings of the land and he's like, I'm gonna uh dismantle the monarchy and it belongs to the people and i'm sure all these people don't know what he's saying but yeah. they're they're all happy and the guy from the beginning that they made fun of Bobaran, um he's back mm-hmm. and he's like you guys are hilarious and this is what i noted where's tone look where's tone look <sighs> yeah he was probably there somewhere is he no i don't know he's probably in the background yeah the concern is that tone look was really banking on them 
being king and prince to this yeah. island so that he could stay there for a while, and they immediately got rid of it. So he was probably screwed. They, they, they probably had a room for him somewhere. I would sure. assume if they were like, like they get the farewell, like like there's like the grace period. Where it's like, whoa, these people just gave it to us, and they're leaving. Yeah, they could stay in our hotel for five days. Yeah. British style monarchy, where they, you know, they don't really have any power, but they right. still come up a ton of money. Yeah. yeah, sure, nice. Yeah, like we're we're, we're in a comp your room service, uh, Ramschneider. Boom, you know how to do it, Home Alone two style, and uh, you can stay in our hotel for five days. And when you come back, guys, anytime you want to stay with us. 10% off. Mm. Oh, what a deal. <laughs> for, for watching you and your family, 10%. Yeah. <laughs> that does not include the airfare. You're on your own with that. Yeah. And the boats to get here. Good luck with that. Uh, also not included. <laughs> yeah. but, our, but our hotels and our, and our, and our uh, island fruits, 10% off. Continental breakfast, nothing hot though. Uh, duty free shop. Four percent off. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, they sing. They sing Barbara Ann again, and they do in its entirety. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we're treated to a Marky Mark song. Yeah. Oh, well, you guessed. Guesting. Marky Mark. Yeah. Guess uh, something. Something. Pandemonium. Featuring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who you cannot Google. No. It's, yeah. That's no, a real person. Yeah. Right. You can't get Good. through the online wave of vibrations. Boom. Take Ooh. that. Yeah. yeah. Feel it. Feel it. I, I do. I'm I'm doing it now. Yeah. Don't Google any of these things. I'm, but you can't see. I'm sexually handling myself right now. I damn it. I don't like that. I'll push you in the water. <laughs> that's that's my. Someone get a game gear. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I need a I need a priest and a game gear. Um. <laughs> And that's that's the end of this. Uh, oh, damn. We did it. Yeah, if you didn't think, I mean, welcome to the summer. Uh, as I said, Denver and I guess the rest of the world. Um, we did it. We got we surf ninjas. We surfed there. Mm-hmm. Before we go through our final synopsis, uh, feel free to write us at any point in time at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. Go to our website proper, rabbittroopsucks.com. There are often sales on t-shirts and stuff. I mean, we just have our products but if you ever go there i saw that recently there was like percentages off so yeah yeah there's deals yeah it's not really through us uh so just head there or see our pictures colin your picture is up there Mm -hmm. Um, all right there's pictures everyone everyone should see this um who doesn't like a sale yeah colin's picture is cool uh my wife said it looked like your cat and i won't spell it for anyone just go to our website uh it looked like your cat was one of the soot sprites from spirited away that's what it looked like next to him she is a shoulder cat for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, it was nice. awesome so yeah um final synopsis of uh of uh surf ninjas i'm gonna like colin go last I, i'm just gonna go in first <laughs> yeah. um I really enjoyed this. As I said, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, the PG stretches its limits at the end. I really like the martial arts scenes. There's definitely missed opportunities, and it's very clear. Hollywood did some weird stuff to make this movie happen in their minds, and I do think that was their failings. But going back uh, you know, 30 years out of this movie, this movie probably gets a lot more bad press. Uh, Rob Schneider doesn't like really serve a purpose in this. Uh, does have some fun lines, but it didn't necessarily need to be Rob Schneider. It doesn't really add anything to this. Uh, kind of the same with uh, Leslie Nielsen. But I had fun. Uh, Lamar, Mike. Yeah, I th- this was fun for me. I didn't remember anything about this movie aside from that one tone loke line. But I I had a blast watching it. It's short. It's kind of fun. It's pretty stupid. Um, I I nothing to complain about here for me. That's surprising. 
We, we really thought. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, so I think the thing is that I think, uh, you know, it has a co- relatively cohesive story, even mm-hmm. though there are obviously huge issues with it. Of course. It at least was, you know, linear. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's that's 80% of Mike issues resolved. Well, yeah. I am a, a fairly well-renowned hater. Um, but no, this was, it didn't, this movie didn't insist upon itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was just, it was there. It was having a good time. Uh, it wasn't really trying to be anything that it wasn't, and that's that's where I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's pretty much stole my review. I there feel the go. same way about that. Um, it has Rob Schneider humor and Leslie Nielsen humor in it. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a weird combination of humor. It's all meshed into one. It's weird '90s humor it's a kids movie kind of i feel maybe <laughs> i don't know if it's a family movie or not um it's more of a geez i don't know how to put it it's stupid fun i will say all the murders that i noted like kind of joking <laughs> throughout this i mean clearly i think they could be comparable to star wars you see stormtroopers die various other things but the Leslie Nielsen ending, that dude is straight up killed. Like, that one is a little more like, dude, you just killed that guy. Uh, Paul, it's not about the killing. It's about, it's about family. family. <laughs> I love you, man. Boy. I love you, Astron 6. <laughs> there was a lot of murders and deaths in this movie, but it's playful. It's not... Does this feel like a... I don't want to say a Disney movie. Bond. I feel this feels like an international film really trying to be like, I want a bigger budget to like, like spread word of our culture. How do we do this? And Hollywood's like, I know how we're going to do this. One Sega and <laughs> Diet Leslie Coke. Nielsen. And Leslie Nielsen earned a bankroll of this. That's to true. The end. Sure. Yeah. And people are like, what the hell is going on? Like it was that. And then they built some talent around it. Leslie Nielsen, Tone Low could get some people in there and see if they can get some money out of this movie. I also feel that this movie is kind of a, a vehicle for what was the actor's name? Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah. I think it's a vehicle or a launch pad for his career. And like, I don't think it really even took off. No, yeah. but um, it's a good intro. I mean, he's, he's good enough. He's not a, like the powering leading man that you want in a movie, but he's he, honestly, he's fine. I mean, within the context of this movie, yeah, and no one being a very good actor, he was he doing is perfect. Yeah, but yeah. as far as a career afterwards, I can't see it no. unless it's Surf Ninjas two, Surf Ninjas three, Surf Ninjas four. How many Surf Ninjas are there? I there's don't know. Yeah, there's there's one Surf. We we watched it. This is it. Yeah, it's not like Damn. three ninjas where there's. 18 of them or whatever, yeah. There was this movie in 2021 called Finding Ohana and that I'm going to compare this to because I think this, again, this movie is trying to celebrate like a culture. And then Finding Ohana is uh, in Hawaii and it is very similar to Goonies. And uh, the actor who plays Short Round does have a cameo in it. Uh, But it's definitely not like, like a Goonies ripoff. It's just like there are rumors, there are things. Um, but it didn't really rely on any major actor. Uh, and I feel, again, I'm going to keep defending that this movie uh, got Hollywood-ified, and I think that's his problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even though I, I liked it. That. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, I, and I totally agree with Lamar. I think a, a big chunk of what the purpose of this movie was was maybe to promote Ernie Reyes Jr. I think in, as far as if you look at the fight scenes, his ability to fight was obviously 
way more advanced oh, than yeah. anyone else in this yeah, movie. Definitely. He had like the best moves. Yeah. Um, even though he didn't use as many weapons as Arnie Ray Senior, um, his you know they they were pretty quick to you know take off his shirt. You know, <laughs> I was gonna make down yeah. some, <laughs> comment down about some that. Sweet moves. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I still I was a little hesitant. I don't think I liked it as much as I did as a kid. But I think it still held up. It's just, you know, hey, if we're just going to sit down and watch a fun movie, I think it was still super fun. Um, I think it held up. There wasn't anything like, you know, for uh, um, a movie in, that was made in the 90s that you're watching in 2023. Nothing was super problematic, really. Um, still super fun. I loved it. In, unless Quimby's is horrible yeah, yeah that's true i guess yeah. there's totally a bunch of things that could be problematic still out on that. <laughs> there's, there's, this is eventually like honest to god mike like 20 years from now someone's gonna hear this and be like did this guy just oh, say man. quimby's <laughs> okay well, well let's may, hash- may, mayor quimby from the Simpsons. <laughs> that's what it's in refer- hashtag it and let's see what comes out yeah quimby's oh man so i i totally Fantastic. looked it up while we were watching it too mm-hmm. okay and, you know, so the urban dictionary basically has like the two different sections there's the uh um you know relating to quimby you know as a doofy mayor in mm-hmm. the simpsons and then there's um the the faceless goons which was directly a reference to surf ninjas so, okay. so there's zero help there so maybe Maybe that was like an ad libbed line. Maybe Quimby's isn't really. Maybe a something thing. it's we could use in the show. Yeah, we, yeah. I'm, we're bringing it back. Okay, yeah, Thirty years later, mm-hmm. we're bringing it back. All right. Who, who, in what recent movie have we seen that we could use like a Quimby? Like, go back, listeners. Like, what, 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 what can we bring up recently that we've done? Like that guy's a real Quimby. <laughs> Bet there's a bunch of Quimbys the, back there. The mean, guy oh in the God. cave and man and his dog was a real Quimby. <laughs> All of the, like the outsiders from No Escape. Bunch oh of, yeah, bunch of fucking Quimbys. <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, that that's oh the big doof bags who are working with Judge Reinhold and vice versa. Oh, those guys are major Quimbies. Total Quimbies. Oh, yeah. God, oh my god. Is it a Judge Reinhold movie? <laughs> I have a perfect Judge Reinhold scene that I think you guys need to see. Let's off, talk about off, that. Off air, yeah. we we can make Ooh, okay. this happen. Yeah. Mm. So, don't be a Quimby and keep listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. um, and don't nice. let your friends be Quimbies in any of this and and make it happen. Um coming up next 1988. Wait, before I say it, this was brought up in the 50th episode. Mike and Lamar, both you said, mm. I, I said, what do you want going forward? And you said, I want some 80s action. And, I did. And mm-hmm. damn it, we're here. 1988, right. Action Jackson. It's right in the title. Dear yeah. sweet yeah. mother lord. You can't get more action than Action Jackson. Yeah. And we're going to be bringing it to you, and I'm hoping this summer we get a little mix of some action films, maybe uh, maybe some weird you know, blockbuster film. We don't know. I mean, Mike noted that No Escape was supposed to be a bigger film, maybe something like that. Uh, I have another surf movie idea, but let's get, some, let's get those action movies going. Action movies. That's very true. Summer action movies, too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Jackson Explosions. is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Colin was destined to be here critiquing Action Jackson. Yeah. 
get car chases. Have all of you guys seen this? Have you seen this? No, I've never no, seen. I've never heard of it. I don't think so either. Wow. So this is going to be. Yeah, this is going to be good. Because <laughs> I said I have seen clips of this, but I have never seen the entirety of this. But I did say, and I'll bring it when we record. Uh, the idea that I had was, or the memory I have is, I remember thoroughly like a punchline that was said in the preview to this film. Super weird memory to have be like the joke of like this action film but we'll talk about it but yeah i'm kind of excited to watch it and yeah. it's super weird summer and we did it we did it everybody mm. we got through it i hope I, everyone feels good i do i'm great honestly so. excited to watch any an 80s mm-hmm. action movie that i haven't seen in the past i'm open oh yeah well we'll get it going thanks for listening to us thanks for sticking around uh, as always, uh, Rabbit Troop sucks. And uh, yeah. Anything, anything else anyone wants to add to that? No. Rabbit Troop sucks. <laughs> Rabbit Troop does suck. Yeah. Mike just seems angry about it. No, I, I would never be. <laughs> no. No, Rabbit Troop sucks. <laughs>